You always know that it's going to be dicey when Paul shows up to a podcast with his hat backwards. This is Auto Collabs. Yep. Or that wait, it's wait, in dicey, that which is why Paul showed up to a podcast with his hat backwards. What, what does that mean? <laughs> is this code? Have I not learned something about you yet? What does the backwards hat mean? The backwards hat is like business mode. Like we're down to, we're, we're getting things done. Right like now, needy, gritty, yeah, I wouldn't call it business mode. I would it's call it like it's. I mean, it's, it's like full throttle mode. It's like oh, turn your hat around and run. I don't care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah okay, okay. We're running so fast that the brim's gonna blow the hat off. Typically so, happens okay. a little later in the day. True, know. true. I mean, there's a lot going on right now, and the reality is, if I put the hat on forwards, it's gonna blow off because there's so much. <laughs> You're just run- now. I'm just picturing you running down the halls of the building <laughs> as full speed. <laughs> Just like, hold back on, I'm and forth. And then stopping back and, and forth. He's like, <laughs> turn, <laughs> turn, and then stopping. I'm doing an experiment and I grab my neck pulse and look at my watch. Like, I know how to do that part. I don't know how to do that part. I mean, isn't this kind of the perfect metaphor for working in automotive retail? Like, that's exactly what the metaphor is for. It's called Tuesday, <laughs> yeah, it's called Tuesday. Exactly. especially if you're in charge, especially if you're the the heir apparent of the business because you're the owner's son who has worked your way up from the bottom up and uh, earned every stripe, which is what Phil, Phil Gill is the sleeper of the industry. Every time I speak with Phil and every time I've spoken with him over the last few years, I always walk away thinking like, like more of the industry needs to, to know about Phil. I mean, it's one of the reasons we do a SodaCon the way we do it, isn't it? I mean, unless it's his strategy, right? Because my old pappy used to say, don't interrupt your competition when they're busy making mistakes. Oh. Ooh. oh. We got to get your pappy on this Whoa. show. Is that, your old pappy, is that is that your dad or your grandfather? No, my that's my dad. That's why I call my old pappy. It's from that movie Maverick with Mel Gibson. He used to be oh. like, my old pappy used to say. That's I forgot that movie. That's Man, there's been so many references in this intro. I can't even handle it. <laughs> All right. Well, well Kyle, why, you don't reference. Uh, why don't you reference the guest? Well, I'm going to reference the fact that we're hanging out with Phil Gill today, and we really, really hope you enjoy this conversation and maybe get a couple references and one, uh, one-liners of your own. <laughs> hey, Phil, thank you so much for spending uh, some more of your time with us today um, on Auto Collapse. Hey, Paul and Kyle, it's great to be here. Okay, so you are definitely one of the best dressed people in the industry, in my opinion. Every time I see you, you bring you bring the hot fire at a SodaCon last year. You had this kind of like suit. It was it was just perfect. And and you're wearing something unique now too. Like, what's this jacket? Oh, this is a. Uh, I mean, just great sport coat. Um, it's an interesting wool blend. Uh, you know, it is. It's uh, got like a nice cool texture. Paul's actually, yeah. just so you know, Phil, Paul's practicing. He really wants to be one of those like red carpet retor- reporters right. where he walks up to be. Who are you wearing, goes, what Phil? What are you wearing today? No, it's who, who are, are you wearing? wearing? I, I know what yeah. I get there. No, like you, you and your dad, I remember the first time I met you and, and your dad always like has, has a dialed in suit. And then you were like, yeah, you've really picked up and carried the torch. Um, and, <laughs> In the outfit, I mean, you you have. I don't know if you want to see it in person. Just come. Are you going to be at NADA the show? No, I won't be at NADA this year. But you will be at a SodaCon, so you have to come meet Phil just to check the outfit. And that really actually does have a segue into my first question. Well, my first real question. <laughs> a lot of people in this industry have grown up in the industry, and we're seeing this transition of leadership from the parents to to the children. And you have really embraced that over the last years. 
Um, did you always know that you were going to step into the automotive world? Like at what point did that click for you or was it just kind of a predetermined notion? Yeah, no, it wasn't predetermined. Uh, you know, my father was always one to encourage me to try uh, things that I was either passionate about or interested in. So, uh, but I would say that it definitely clicks somewhere in the teens that I, I would probably get back into this business at some point. Now, <laughs> It happened way earlier than I expected. Um, I was going very well on trying the new thing. And then dad called up and started the heavy recruiting of what, what was the new thing. So actually I was, um, I was living in Boston at the time uh, working for uh, TJX who's corporate for TJ Maxx, Marshalls and home goods. And um was loving my time in Boston, was enjoying. I was buying sport coats overseas. You know, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And so, uh, you know, I I made the decision to come back and it's now been, I think we're coming up on uh, 12 years back, back in the dealership now. So uh, it's been a wonderful time. I have I I want to know what the recruiting was like because Tom Gill is involved. I'm <laughs> sure it's awesome. Started with the phone call, and when he when he realized I was hesitant, he was on a plane out to Boston. Picking up a nice dinner. <laughs> that's like know? college. Re- that's like college athlete recruiting Raise right it there. All out. <laughs> and I still string him along for another three months. <laughs> no he was way! That is amazing. <laughs> So, if so what was never- your first roll back? What what did what did you come back? Yeah, doing? actually, so when I came back, Hot I went quarter. moved right. I did that all through high school, so you know that. that yeah, you lived that life. Belt. Uh, uh, when I came back, I actually went uh, to Chicago for six months. So moved back to Cincinnati. Two weeks later, I'm in Chicago for six months, working with our CPA firm, who does all automotive mm-hmm. accounting. The Pomacala Group, they're a great firm, and I was in accounting. One of my majors in school was accounting, so. Um, I was there doing that. So when I came back to the store, I was up in the office kind of implementing, helping to implement all this great stuff that I'd seen from all these other dealerships I got to interact with um, mm. while I worked. Who was with paying Pom- you oh. during that time? Did the CPA just get get like a free fill? No, CPA didn't get a free fill, no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, no, it was a really good education. I got to learn a lot about all the different manufacturers read through and analyzed uh, just about every financial statement that existed out there. So uh, it was a great introduction to the auto world for sure. You know what that reminds me of, Kyle? Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what it reminds me of. No, I'm like literally thinking you are Will Gadara. You are okay. Will Gadara for automotive. It's not. We can't yeah. tell the full secret, but we may or may not. We'll tell you later. So <laughs> Will Gadara in this book he, his father was in the restaurant business. He grew up kind of in the restaurant business, mm-hmm. was really passionate about the front of the house, right? So the hospitality okay, sure. side, um, ended up being rated the best restaurant in the world, um, with, uh, 11 Madison park. Okay. And, and he worked for Danny Meyer. Great, great book. Great story. You would absolutely love it. Actually. I'm going to send you a copy. Yeah, that would be a great so read. Uh, um, and, and the, the point is that his dad, he had this chance to go work a dream job, like at a dream restaurant that he always wanted to, or go work for, what was the company called? It was like the most boring name in the world, like Restaurant Associates or something. Right, you right. know what I mean? Yeah, sure. some and, corporate restaurant company. And, and his dad in accounting, said, basically. In accounting. And his dad said, take that job because you need to learn that side of the business. And he just spent years analyzing P&Ls, learning them right. inside and out, learning supply, learning inventory, learning all of the back end details that he needed 
to really run an incredible front of house and an incredible restaurant. So like your journey is all like yeah, shaping up nicely. It's been invaluable <laughs> to have that, to have that background for sure. What do you think now is you're in the front of house? Now I lead our sales department. So, right. Uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's a pretty interesting mix, but uh, it works out pretty well. Why, why is it so effective? Like let's, let's break into that a little bit because I think there are a lot of people that have sales chops in front of the house chops that like know their like simple math, you know, in the front, but they don't understand the full picture of what's going on in the business from the dealer's perspective. Sure. Like open the book a little bit and and speak to the people that work in the front of the house. Maybe the kids of parents who are in sales right now, like why do they need to learn the other side? How do you, how do you use that to, to shape your perspective and your activities? I think it's given me a really unique perspective actually. And, and um, I'll give you a few examples of that. So Understanding the entire dealership operation, you really get to inform yourself of how one department is really affecting the other department, how they work together to drive bottom line profitability, right? Because kind of the, the view I've taken is it's great if you have, uh, you know, it's wonderful to have profitability in every department, but what's ultimately matters is well, where does it all wash out in the end, right? There's one number at the end that says, hey, we're either really excelling here or we need to fix some things right and then we can take those deep dives into it so you know one of the interesting things that um once i got to a level i could we put our entire management team on a pay plan that looks at total store gross profit right and i said it's it's important because the sales side right whether they like it or not informs the service side and the service side informs the sales side and if we can work together from, a, if our management can work together from a store perspective, uh, then we can drive the entire store to say, hey, this is a Tom Guild customer that we need to protect and keep in order to grow our long-term viability as a For all of us. For all right. of us, right? We literally who they with the dealer about this last week saying, you got to get everybody tied to the bottom, the real bottom line, the real profit margin of the store, because that's, that's when you really start to think about the lifetime value of the customer. For sure. Uh, yeah. Have you seen impact to like customer lifetime value or retention or just customer experience? Like, did, do you feel like there was a trigger point when you did that, that, that shifted things for the store? Yeah, I do. I, you know, it took, it took a little bit of time, of course, and, and we've put sure. in a lot of other programs to help drive retention and things like that. So it's a little hard for me to measure exactly like, Hey, this thing cre created right, right, right. this. What I will say though, is that there's a great working relationship that we've been able to develop between our management in the store, right? Like our service manager can interact with our sales manager, can interact with our parts manager. And of course there's somewhat, I'm gonna call it turf that we're all protecting, right? We all wanna take pride in our department, mm -hmm. but it also helps us to say, hey, listen, we've got this customer here. How are we going to solve this that's best for Tomville Chevrolet, not for each individual department, right? Because it all eventually affects no matter what, it's affecting us, right? You know, it's, it's we're getting, you've just brought a, like a really important point as of any team to mind. Uh, we're just getting through, you know, like a really kind of rousing NFL football season if sure. you're an NFL fan. And the reality is like you have all the different teams, all the different coaches, they meet separately, they meet together, but they can all see the score always, yeah. right? And so like whether the offense is on the field, the defense, the special teams, whenever it's their turn to do the thing, there is that unifying 
element of like, that's the score. That's the thing we have to attack and win or lose together. Right. right. And with the absence of that, and it's tough, right? It can be challenging inside mm-hmm. of business to get everybody tied to that. But without that, like, what do people actually, what else can they hang their hat on aside from their own little area? Because you come up like, hey, the defense played great today. It's like, great. Well, we still lost because the offense right. had 20 points on the board. So, haha, <laughs> Right. 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 <laughs> And, mm-hmm. and, you know, that's, um, I, I think that's been important, you know, it's been really important in, in guiding the store and understanding it because I, I, Kyle, to your point, I think that long-term value of a customer is often missed and it's so important. I think it's going to be even more important in the coming years as we see shifts in market and, and increased competition and consolidation within industry that, uh, we've got to hold on to those, you know, the customers are our best assets and we got to hold on to them as long as we possibly can um, to make it. Successful. Are you doing anything? And it's okay if you answer no to this, because I'm trying to find the right, the person that's doing this and and maybe, maybe you can be the one to work on it. So either make his day or anal- you'll ruin his day. <laughs> that yeah, analytical mind. Like, have you worked to expose like high lifetime value customers within the store? Um, and, and said like, Hey, this is, this is a customer that has an extremely high lifetime value for us. Like we should pay attention even more. You know, I think Delta probably does the best job of this, right? Like yeah. if you're flying medallion on a Delta flight, someone's saying hi to you. you sure. know? So yeah. here's where we're at now and here's where we're going. So actually, um, uh, SotoCon this last year got me tuned into this, right? Heard a great talk. Uh, and they were talking about how are we identifying customers with this high lifetime value? And I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> um, right. So uh, how do I get this? So uh, I came back, started working with our DMS, uh, who's Techion, and uh, they're really close to rolling out a product, it seems like, that will show me that like right in the customer profile, Whoa. Yes. which is really great. Um and was that Dan Bannister, Rick Reichert? And yeah, that was the talk. Yeah, that was the that session was, that one, was the man. Session. That, yeah, that was, <laughs> I was like, I got oh, to moderate yeah. that. That was probably one of my favorite talks. I was so bummed time. I missed yeah. that one. And so, you know, there there was that. And then, um, you know, we will be uh, putting out our next evolution, kind of our advantage program here at Tom Gill Chevrolet. So the thing that drives a lot of our retention is our advantage program that we we do with our customers. And I would right before I jumped on this, I'm putting um Final touches on our uh, kind of our next uh, evolution of that, which will be called Magic Care, which will be basically uh, consumer memberships to Tom Gill Chevrolet. And they can uh, then tier up based on those, uh, you know, what, what conveniences and opportunities they want. Uh, and so that's kind of the first step into really saying, okay, this is a high value customer. It's Tom Gill Chevrolet who really is bought into the ecosystem that we're building. So, um, stay tuned for that because that is uh, I'm so pumped that is right now. So like close to know to live, yeah. <laughs> that you've gone back, taken something from a session, worked with the DMS. That's collaboration. That's connection, and then gone and exposed in a brand new program in order to increase lifetime value. All on this trajectory. Full circle. You, I'm just, <laughs> and then you you're coming back and made done it. for the day, bro. right? <laughs> 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 that's too good that's too I mean, good so let, let let me drill into that for a little bit because i know you've you've for a long time been putting time and energy into thinking what are the advantages yeah. of people and you literally call them advantages but but what are the advantages of doing business with you versus all the other options that there are in your market sure. right because you ha- you have a you know you're you're in a pretty big dma why don't you explain 
your market in general, just so we can give people a little bit of perspective? Yeah, absolutely. So we're in the Cincinnati marketplace. So we sit um, on, on the in Florence, Kentucky, which is about 10 miles south of Cincinnati. So it's a metro population of roughly 3 million people. From a Chevy dealer standpoint, we have 16 Chevrolet dealerships to service those 3 million people, which uh, a couple options. Is, there's a few options out there, right? So um, we sit in a, a very competitive market um, that, uh, you know, is, is challenging. I mean, we have a great team of dealers that represent Chevrolet in Cincinnati to give people an idea. Cincinnati or Chevrolet has been the number one selling brand in Cincinnati, I think eight years going, um, we command like roughly 15% market share in the market itself. I mean, it's just a really strong competitive group of dealers that is going out there. So we, <laughs> for a long time, have tried I to can say, vouch for that. Yeah. Like I can tell you that in Cincinnati, I don't know of a Chevy dealer. There's probably one or two out of that 16, but like of the ones that come to mind, I lived in Northern Cincinnati yeah, sure. in Mason for, for my like high school and middle school years. Okay. Like every Chevy, like blank, blank, blank Chevy, everyone has a pretty generally good reputation. So I can see why that's the reality on like the market penetration. Yeah. So it's uh, forced us to say, Hey, how can we differentiate ourselves? Right. So, um, you know, our big, some of our big differentiators or advantages are like lifetime oil changes. When you buy a vehicle from us, uh, lifetime, uh, car washes and, uh, our used cars come with a lifetime powertrain warranty. Um, and then there's some subcategories of that, you know, you can get additional trading credit based on uh, when you come to trade in off of that lo loaner vehicles when you're in service. Uh, so a lot of conveniences uh, to the consumer. Right. Um, and that helps build a lot of loyalty uh, to Tom Gill Chevrolet. Without a doubt. So, Absolutely. Um, it's been a big, big help in our growth. Um, and I'm excited to take it to the next level and see where we can go with that, because I think what we're seeing here is that, you know, we're, we're still going really steady with that and it's been a good program, but I think there's more value to kind of, uh, squeeze out of that entire, um, kind of ecosystem to really drive even better retention, happier customers, more convenient services, all that type of stuff. Well, well, I can tell you, I mean, you're taking the playbook. I mean, it's not the exact playbook, but just when we look at large companies that are doing this, I and I, I'm going to go back to Delta, right? Like all I'm thinking about right now is Delta because I fly a lot because- <laughs> And he just got the reserve card. So he like, <laughs> right, and so he leaves me outside right, yeah. as he walks into the lounge with his pinky I'm like, up. I, I, right. I strut in there and- Throw peace signs to everybody. He starts saying hi to people. He doesn't know if it's their name. Right. Yeah. No idea. Betty. Oh, what's up, Jenny? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but the 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 trigger there was they they completely remapped their entire incentive program right. like in, in 2023 and for now 2024. And so it provides doing what you're doing does actually like it provides a trigger point for the energy if you can communicate it well to the customers sure. and share the value and show how this enhanced program actually brings them closer there's a marketing cadence around hey we're changing this for the better for you right it's not just like a part of the advantage but there's a marketing cadence that you can get out of that which will attract more and more people to continue to do business with you because we all love and we we love getting the proverbial freemium right, right? in 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 our absolutely culture. love it it's the yeah. best yeah it's uh it's awesome i love it as well and uh you know the one area we, that we identified that we're really missing is like how do we bring a program to a customer that 
didn't buy the car from us, but are, is doing service oh. with us, right? To yeah. bring them into the ecosystem and say, hey, I want to capture you now. <laughs> because, right, because you right. want the next sale. Because I want right. the next sale. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, that's another big part of this that'll be uh, a big focus of ours is how do we expand that bucket of people to say, hey, I, I can service your car and then I probably will get your next sale the next time around. So yes, uh, that's exactly it. Because, I mean, you're what, I, you know, I, you're always like five to seven X, maybe more your service ROs to your sales right. uh, oh, yeah. every single month. And so it's like, what are the opportunities in that customer base that you're not getting the value of because they didn't like buy the thing with the free stuff for <laughs> right. life, right? For and sure. So how do you endear them to you as a company? Yep. That's amazing. So, well, I'll tell um, you what, we we never, ever, ever have a lack of conversation when when you're here. And unfortunately, we're out of time today, but I'm sure we'll catch up soon. You will be at, a SotoCon, our producer messaged me and said, I can announce it because it'll already be announced by the time this airs. We're having Will Gadara, the author of that book, at a SotoCon this year. So you get to see him and uh, looking forward to hopefully having some time to share some of these stories with him and get his perspective because we're trying to pull him and his hospitality mindset into automotive, right? Like, what do you think about this product? And he has a company, actually, it's called Thank You. And uh, it kind of consults on experience and kind of this unreasonable hospitality. So Phil, you kind of embody that just naturally. And now that we know that your story kind of like lines up, it makes all the sense in the world. Thank you so much again for just giving your time and your energy and your passion, uh, sewing it back into this industry that we own. Absolutely. Thank you guys. It was, uh, it was fun being on. All right. So I think what Phil just told us is that he came Everybody to a Sotocon Sotocon. <laughs> and he sat in a session and he learned from another dealer, Dan Bannister, how or sparked an idea on how to do something regarding lifetime value of a service customer. And then he partnered with a tech partner to build and deploy the very idea that was conceived at a SodaCon. And here we are not even a year later, not even six months later. And he's like ready to do it. Like talk about a mover and a shaker and a sleeper. I go back to my comment in the intro. (laughs) Can't even handle it. Nope. I mean, that's innovation though. It's like, again, we've talked about this. It's like, assembling tools and resources that already exist into a new concept that that serves a purpose for you. And that's exactly what he's doing, right? Tech company already existed. A SoduCon existed. Like, you know, just I'm always fascinated by how overcomplicated sometimes we make things. And then you see somebody like Phil who comes right down the middle and is like, I don't, I'm not going to overthink. I'm it. just, just going to do, do it about it. I'm right. I'm not going to tell everybody. I'm not going to make a big fuss about it. I'm just going to do it. And people like, Ever look, oh yeah, tell them what I did. No problem. Yeah. Oh, by the way, like my retention's through the roof and my profitability's <laughs> through the roof too. You know what I also love? He, he, he talks a lot about just how his experience in like the back of the house and we talked about Will Gadara is like this, this scenario where you've got someone that understands both sides of the business and can execute and, oh, yes. and move in such a more seamless way um, that like that thought process for me is like, I always want to be cross-trained on everything in the business Mm -hmm. because then I see the business from all angles. And I think that like GSMs, general managers, owners, operators that can take that position, always going to be more profitable and and run better businesses. Absolutely. Well, we hope you enjoyed this conversation. We hope it spurs you to some action because if if it doesn't, what are we doing here? On behalf of Kyle Mount Sear, Michael Cirillo and myself, Thanks for listening to Auto Collabs. 
Welcome to Auto Collapse. Why are we recording? Are we rolling yet? <laughs>